My name is John Spaulding. I'm a commercial photographer. That means I do primarily business-to-business -business and marketing communications photography. I have a studio in 44 Gockel in downtown Kitchener. You're listening to the 44 Gockel Tenant Profile Series in collaboration with Midtown Radio. Taking a deeper look into the creatives that make up this shared workspace. I do primarily location photography for big industries such as transit and transportation, freight, heavy industry, public works, as well as doing corporate portraits. I don't do fine art photography. I don't do weddings. I don't do babies. I don't do bar mitzvahs. I actually cut my teeth in those industries 35 years ago and learned a lot of the basics. But what I really enjoy doing is helping businesses tell the story of what they do either to their consumer audience or to other businesses. So why did you choose to rent at 44 Gockel for your workspace? You know, I started my business in 2003 and worked out of my home, which made sense for a lot of years because the vast majority of my business involved shooting on location. I've worked all over North America, um, shooting for big companies in different cities all over the U.S. and Canada. The reason I chose to rent a studio space at 44 Gockel was partly to get out of my house, to get out of that headspace where you feel like the walls were closing in, the kids are going to be home from school soon, um, what's for dinner, should I be getting up and making it, but also to have a central downtown location where for corporate portraits, food photography, studio still life, other things that needed to be done in a studio, I could promote the fact that I had a central downtown studio location to do those things in. And so far, I have to say it's worked out really well. I've done a couple of food photos. I've done a couple of corporate headshots where the space has just been great to work in. And how long have you been in the Kitchener-Waterloo area? Is this where you started or did you move here after a while? I actually am from the U.S. I started my business in the Washington, Baltimore area in the very tail end, literally December of 2003. And during the time that I was in the U.S., I had the great good fortune to fall in love with a woman who had grown up in Waterloo. And she was in the U.S. due to a, a temporary detour on her life's path. But we agreed that when my two older children from a previous marriage were grown and off to college and flown the coop, we would come back to this area. So we moved to Waterloo in early 2017. And I've enjoyed being in Canada. I love Toronto. I love the big cities. I love also being out in the countryside and the smaller towns. The thing I love about the KW area is it's the, the best of both. You're only an hour or so outside the Toronto area, but 
I do a lot of work for food and agribusiness and being in kind of the bread belt, you know, the bread basket of central Ontario with agribusiness being one of the biggest industries in the region was also a really good fit for me. And how do you find the local art scene in Kitchener-Waterloo? I find the local arts and culture scene in the KW area, frankly, to be astonishing. Coming from a big city, I wasn't sure what to expect moving to a relatively smaller metropolitan area. But the sheer volume of public artworks in downtown Kitchener and in Waterloo are 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 a constant source of inspiration. Um, even while I'm sitting across from you right now, the listeners can't appreciate this, but there is a beautiful mural on the wall right behind you in the building where we're sitting. This is a building owned and operated by the city of Kitchener. Um, and there are beautiful murals on both the outside and the inside of this building, and which I find to be just a tremendously inspirational space to work in. Because it reminds me, as a photographer, art isn't just the commission that a client has paid for and you're showing up to do the assignment. You know, there's there's art all around you all the time. And Kitchener and Waterloo and the public art scene and the cultural scene that the region supports really helps to reinforce that. And I really feel very at home here. Now, you mentioned that you sort of had a transition in your photography career from you know, doing weddings, babies, all those things into sort of this more corporate world, different industry. What sparked that transition? Wow, that's, uh, that's actually a great question. My very first job in photography was as a portrait photographer in Sears Portrait Studio in Silver Spring, Maryland. And that means taking pictures of screaming babies for minimum wage while there's a long line of people waiting to get Christmas card photos taken all the way to the back of the store. If you don't love photography, that job will drive you right out of the profession. But when you did get just that right image of the smiling baby. I just felt that like zing right up the back of my spine. Like, oh, I just took a really good picture today. That was when I was 16 years old in high school. Then it was assisting for my high school wedding photographer teacher, a guy by the name of Keith Fetterman. He was a mentor he was my high school photography teacher, he was a wedding photographer, and he was my first boss in the profession, and a wonderful photographer, and still a dear, dear friend to this day. And it was that that kind of led me to realize that weddings and babies and engagement pictures, the person you really have to please is actually the person in front of the camera, the bride, the parents. And as good as he was at that, and as good as many, many other photographers are at that, 
that was not what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a vision for what the photograph should be and the message it should convey. And maybe the client or the person who needed to be pleased was either myself, which is the realm of the fine art photographer, or at least a, a partner who had a strong sense of that message and they were trying to convey it on behalf of a client. And that's where the applied commercial photography piece set in. You know, where if there's a brand, they want to stress safety, customer service, you get where you need to go on time. Th those are all messages I can get behind. I want to help a company tell a story. We will get you from home to work on time and you'll be safe because safety is our priority. So then I had the opportunity to shoot for clients who really wanted to show their safety training. Even just for an internal brochure used for training in their safety classes, right? But my pictures helped them to make sure that that was clear and that standard of safety and customer service or whatever it might be was being upheld. I always felt like, okay, if I'm going to lend my skills and talent such as they are to a message, I want to make sure it's a message that I can get behind. So a lot of the work that I've done has morphed over the years to that recruiting, training, safety, customer service kind of mentality. Um, and that's what led me to realize after a couple of decades of doing that, well, I've got a lot of images that speak to this and that what, uh, that's what led me to thinking I should put them together to do a, a book project, even, even, if a small, even if it's just a small book, something that takes what has inspired me and I, I circle it back around to show why it inspired me and how it inspired me and the images that resulted. Yeah, let's talk a little bit more about your recent book release, uh, Work is Love Made Visible. It's a beautiful book. Uh, we can see the photographs hung up right outside your office in 44 Gockle right now. Tell us a little bit more about the book. You know, it's funny. Being a photographer and having that camera is a little bit like having a passport into places that you wouldn't otherwise be allowed to go. That's always been one of my favorite things about it, about the profession. And so getting to climb up into the operator cab of a commuter train, sit right next to the engineer who's operating the train. Like I couldn't do that unless the company hired me to take pictures of the engineer operating the train. But I also had the opportunity to go to places and explore professions that are among those jobs that all stereotypes aside, many of us wouldn't want. You know, how many of us want to be uh, wastewater treatment operators? How many of us want to be bus drivers? You know, no matter what we say to be polite in public, 
Many of us have jobs that we say, you know, I wouldn't want to do that. And for any of us, that might be a very different list, right? If you're a cowboy or a farmer, you might look at an office job and say, I wouldn't want to do that. So some of those preconceptions are, are different for every person, but we all have them, right? We all think there's a job I wouldn't want to do. The amazing thing to me over decades of photographing people in different jobs is that even if they were doing a job that I wouldn't want to do, how often I was struck by the fact that they loved their job. They loved their job. They took tremendous amount of pride in it. And I always found that incredibly moving and inspirational. Like, you know what, buddy, if you love your job and you take a tremendous amount of pride in it, and my job just to be here for this day with a camera is to tell your story of how much you love your job and how much pride you take in it, brother, I will take that trust that you're placing in me and I will do my best with it. And all the men and women who let me into their space while they do their job, that's my greatest inspiration. That, that is the biggest thing that moves me. I reached the point where I realized after a couple of decades of doing this and drawing my inspiration from those men and women that I encountered, that I was sitting on a body of work that really reflected how their work inspired me. And I wanted to do something with it. And this idea originally started as just another promotional piece. I've done little self-printed books over the years that I give away as promotional pieces. Here's a little book of my travel photography. Here's a little book of my food photography. Here's a little book of my hospitality photography. But when I started putting together a collection of images of people at work in different professions, I felt something else moving. There was something else calling me. There was something else to just say, I'm not just going to show these pictures. I feel like there are songs or poems or something that should accompany these images. Because that impulse to labor, the thing that calls your hands to whatever duty they're called to, to do your daily work, make your daily bread, provide for your family, so forth, and take great pride and pleasure in doing it, just felt a little bit larger to me than just showing off 10 or 15 photographs and a little promotional giveaway book. So, of course, all the songs and poems and, and things of, of, you know, centuries come to mind, most of which are copyright protected and not available to put in my little book. You know, all the songs of Bruce Springsteen or Rush, their song, The Working Man. Uh, I wanted to gather those kinds of materials, but lacking the resources to put all that material together and clear the rights, I found that in um, Khalil Gibran's masterpiece, 
the prophet, there was a chapter simply called On Work, where he spoke about the purpose and the value of work. And that poem, luckily enough, happens to have been in the public domain just for the last few years. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to sit down and study this poem. I'm going to familiarize myself with the rhyme and rhythm and the reason of this poetry. And then I will look through 25 or 30 years worth of work and figure out which images of mine seem to go with the rhythm and the rhyme of his poetry. And that's where I came up with this book. It's only about, I think it's 44 pages. It's not a, a magnum opus by any means. But it it is entitled, like you said, Work is Love Made Visible. That's one of the lines from his poetry. And that's what I felt was the most relevant and a, a good way to, to title the piece, to marry my images with his text. Because I do feel that that's ultimately the truth. Work is love made visible. Work is when you take your love for whatever you, you have in your heart, whatever reason it is that you get up and go to work in the morning. And then when you do the work, you're actually manifesting your love into the world. So that felt the most real to me. It felt the most relevant. And that's how I ended up uh, with with the book, which, uh, which I just released um, and it's now available on Amazon and some other outlets locally in the KW region. And speaking of uh, getting your book or getting in touch with you, how can folks uh, reach you if they're looking to work with you or just learn more about your work? My website is long but self-explanatory. It's johnspaldingphotography.com. That's Spalding with a U. And um, I'm also all over social media at J Spalding Photo. You've been listening to the 44 Gockel Tenant Profile Series in collaboration with Midtown Radio. 44 Gockel Creative Workspace is a settler facility built on the traditional territory of the Attawandurank, Anishinaabek, and Haudenosaunee peoples. 44 Gockel is located in what is now Kitchener, Ontario, which is situated on the Haldeman Tract, land promised to Six Nations, and includes six miles on each side of the Grand River from the source of its mouth. To learn more about the 44 Gockel Creative Workspace, visit 44gockelarts.com.